from WCO. I'm Ben Woods, and this is Let the Creators Create, a show where we interview one artist, entrepreneur, or creative, and ask them 10 questions about success, failure, and how they ultimately develop their own style and vision. think about the path to entrepreneurship, most of us wish that it was a straight arrow, a quick thing. We came up with that one company that blew up. But the reality, most businesses take years, if not decades, to develop something meaningful and valuable. Today's guest is no exception to that. Joshua Bingaman has done everything from being a band and sign a record deal to running a sneaker shop with his brother, a coffee shop, and now runs a successful and amazing brand, Home Boots, based in Austin, Texas. Joshua would be the first one to tell you, the path isn't straight to entrepreneurship. It's winding and changes constantly. And the reality is, you may not actually know where you are until you get there. But you know that all of those things that happen set you up to be in the place that you are now for a reason. Dude, I'm going to do a little intro. You've got quite the history. I'm here. So, <laughs> uh, Joshua was in a heavy metal band when he was 16, then signed a record deal and moved to L.A., started a sneaker shop with his brother in the mid to late 90s. San Francisco, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Then moved to Austin with your wife, started a coffee shop. Yeah. Then it owned, was it 08 or 09? You got officially started with Home 09. 09 started Home Boots and launched that. And is, it? is the day job now. Here we are. Here we are, yeah. dude. Sweet, man. Dude, good job. That's, <laughs> that's as clear as I would have said it. Dude, so, I mean, this is more like laid back because we're together, but I mean, how did you, like, how did you start? You have such an interesting path as an entrepreneur, I feel like. Yeah, that's a lot. Because I feel like some people, like, they go straight to their thing and yeah. they figure it out. Yeah, And true. I feel like you've kind of navigated through a lot of different careers and things to get to what you're doing now. <laughs> navigated. That's awesome. That's a, a good way to put it. Because it sounds almost like I was planning it. Whereas reality, uh, I think I've done everything passion-oriented and something that I want to do, not thinking of reality <laughs> or not thinking of fiscal compensation but uh, it's doing something and kind of running uh, as far as I can with it and then it might be an entrepreneurial thing but I want to do something else next yeah. without thinking uh, how do I transition from music to coffee or from mm-hmm. or to shoes then shoes to coffee then it's just like okay this is what I want to do next uh, but that has also not allowed me to stick with something until it succeeds. Uh, and I usually, around a 10-year mark or so, sell whatever I'm doing. I've done it well enough to hopefully be able to sell it, yeah. not like I want to do it for the rest of my life. So Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, what I mean, for you, what moves you to kind of create more of those ideas? Is that just constantly like in your DNA as a person, or are you just always throwing new ideas around in your mind? Or... Huh. I think, I think it does just something will come to me, like you said. I think I think certain people, creatives or entrepreneurs, have 
have it in their blood or in, in their bone marrow to create. And we've tried to get regular jobs. We've tried to do normal day-to-day, and it just doesn't float. Um, but usually with my, uh, my settings like that, it's people usually first. I'll get an idea or, or bounce something off someone or just be in settings of community. Everything I've done is usually somehow correlated with people directly. One thing you learn as you talk to more and more entrepreneurs is that it's always about people. It's always about how other people have helped them see their vision through. And I'll be honest, as a young entrepreneur, it's something that I'm just now learning. People are always important, but when you realize that your vision or your dream depends on them believing in you and believing in it, changes everything. I mean, having done so many things, is it totally like trial by fire for you? Or was it like you had expertise in certain areas and got into it? I mean, obviously the band, you were a young guy. Yeah. And then the sneaker thing, like with your brother, have you always been a sneaker guy? Or had that, like how did, how did these things kind of come about for you? That's a good question. I, it would usually start with something that I really enjoyed or loved personally or was passionate about, like music. But I had never considered anything a career or a job. So it's just like, I love this. I want to do it. And, and there would be a talent to it, but I would never think about honing a craft or growing a talent. It would literally be doing it until I decided I didn't want to or I'd get restless. And that I mean, that could sound kind of pompous, but I mean it. I almost think of it as, as not, not not smart, but foolish or inconsiderate. Impatient. I think of it as yeah. impatient. Okay. It's like, okay, what's next? But yeah, the the sneaker thing, my brother and I love sneakers. He found a cool space in San Francisco, the coffee thing. I love coffee. I love people. I found a rad old building in Austin. Let's do it. You know, like it's literally. So (laughs) the trial by fire thing, I've gotten burned. But when people have asked like any metaphorical reference for it, I say I've just always jumped in the deep end. Never took swimming lessons. Never started in the shallow end. Literally just jumped in the deep end. And I don't. I don't take pride in that. I mean, I've almost drowned a hundred times yeah. and when people ask like well what do you do how do you do this and I was like I just did it you know like I just start I find somebody who's done it I ask them every question possible and then I just run full for how do you run a marathon how do you train for it I don't know just run like that's literally interesting I don't think I'd do that now <laughs> that I've done that yeah, for yeah, 20 yeah. years and somehow sustained a marriage and other businesses and have children and stuff but like that's that's the only thing I've ever known is, oh my God, I must have said just do it. Nike. <laughs> no, that is the only thing I've ever known is just... Just keep going? Yeah, just, and just, I, I don't like it when people talk about that they're going to do something and don't do it. It's just like, don't don't talk so much. Just, just execute on it. Yeah. It's obvious from Joshua's history that he's a guy who just executes, like he said. And I think that that's the secret. Everybody's looking for the hack. We're all looking for the shortcut. We're all looking for the way to make it go faster. And yeah, maybe there are some ways we can improve things. But the brands, the entrepreneurs, the leaders, the artists, the people that have staying power are honestly the people that just grinded it out. They're the people that didn't stop. They're the people that kept looking for other paths. 
and they're the keep people that kept executing. I think the more you fail, or the more you fall, the more walls you run into, the more you learn. I mean, that's more invaluable to, to go out and start a business or a, a, yeah. a retail store like you have and learn all those things hands-on to me than to go spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in eight years trying to get a degree to mm. learn how to do that stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Hats sure. off to those people. Those kind of guys have helped me raise money <laughs> for businesses. But uh, doing a business, starting a business, running a business is just jump in. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It is I'm, crazy. <laughs> Literally. Well, I just think that a lot of people think that there's like a plan or a strategy around every piece of it. And I know that obviously you guys wouldn't be doing what you're doing with Helm now had you not had certain strategies and things implemented. Sure. But at the same time, it started from a place of like curiosity and passion for you. Like, and what I have heard some people say, insanity. I mean, literally, <laughs> it doesn't seem sane to go max out credit cards and convince banks to give you lines of credit and buy inventory in another country and have it all shipped with no plan to sell it or where or how or yeah. making the brand up as you go. I mean, again, a lot of people plan strategically, write business plans and raise money. I never knew how to do that and I had never done that. So it was just like, do it. Do you think that's part of the success for you in that you kind of burned the bridges in the sense that like, you're like there's no really going back here. I don't have a backup plan for this. Like it's either going to happen it's not sort of thing or Man, there is that I haven't thought of this kind of stuff so forgive me if I start weeping no I'm just kidding <laughs> oh my god I don't know <laughs> um, no I I think I have made it where it's like survive or quit there's the option of quitting or just keep going and I've never allowed myself to quit so I mean it's yeah it has been all or nothing no holds barred like where it's just I think, I think that's the only way that I could have done it. Yeah. And as we've discussed, I've almost thrown the towel in so many times or the ice is getting so thin, it's all breaking everywhere. And somehow, for some reason, I think it's because of my complete abandonment with a lot of it. Somebody shows up. Somebody comes into my path, planets align. Something happens to where I'm in a place at a time where I'm desperate or just ready to call it quits and somebody shows up and says, here, let me help you with this, or let me do this. And, uh, I guess I'm supposed to keep doing this. This is always part of every great story. Your back's against the wall. You want to quit. You're out of resources. You're out of money. Whatever it is. And then something happens. Someone steps in, or you find a new way forward, or you make one. But the great people, the ones that we remember, those are the people that find a way forward despite the circumstances. And when everything looks like they should quit or that they should stop, they don't. And that's why we remember them. They go through the adversity. They struggle through the pain. And they come out on the other side. As much as we all want to avoid the pain, we know it doesn't make a great story. And it's not something we want to hear about. No one wants to hear about someone who had it easy, who made it. We want those stories. We want the people who went through this blood, sweat, and tears. The people who almost lost it all and came back. Those are the stories that things are made of. That's what movies are about. That's what great stories are about. So, when you're facing that adversity, think about it. Think about how you can get out of there. 
Think about all the people that have come in your path thus far to help you be where you are now. There's always a way forward. There's always a way out. People are drawn to people that are passionate too. So it's like, they see that passion in you and it's like people just gravitate towards, I think that's why entrepreneurs are people that kind of do their own thing or something interesting. Yeah. So a lot of people, because they're just people that are somewhat delusional, sure. but, delusional also, but like, but at the same time, they're so inspiring because it's like, they, they don't really see any kind of limits around like what they're trying to do or create, um, that they're willing to take those risks. And I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, their parents or whoever, like they just kind of play it safe because they're concerned about what people will think if this doesn't go right. Like, it's interesting. Well, what you were just saying is that, what word did you use? Insane, or like I used insane. You said something else, right? Delusional. Delusional. I like that word better. It sounds more <laughs> less crazy. Uh, somebody like yourself or other business uh, owners or entrepreneurs, especially that don't start with a rich, rich uncle, you can see it in their eye. You know, like that movie, uh, The Shining. <laughs> you know, Jack Nicholson. That uh, the dude that's the uh, janitor tells the kid, "You've got the shine." I can see it in your eye or there's something about you that I have that you have and again I, I don't say that like we're special I say it like oh man you're a little you're a little crazy too you're a, you're a little dimensional too and we're willing enough to take enough of a risk to try to fulfill what you can call our passion or our dream or our attempt to risk and say well I'd rather have tried it and, and failed or then have not tried it at all yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. What's been one of your biggest failures? Uh, like, just looking back at your career. Yeah. You're like, I have something. Well, I'm like, okay. I'm just, just like, what's through? I'm just thinking of one, like we talked about earlier, off camera. Like, what's one of those things that almost made you throw in the towel? What's a failure that you've experienced? You're like, man, it was such a setback. I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this anymore or keep yeah. going. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that are probably watching and listening trying to figure out how to pick up the pieces. Well, being able to have that and relate to people that have that is invaluable. Where it's like, okay, what happened? How do we, the shrapnel, yeah. how do we resolve and, and continue to go? Um, I think what's related to all of it, because there are a lot of physical um, reality. I've had a lot of things happen business-wise and personally and, uh, and physically and spiritually and emotionally, but when it comes back to all of it, I think what has been my my biggest failure is not believing in myself. Interesting. Um, and just being having enough, I think, just for lack of a better word, guilt or shame or a feeling of like I'm not capable of this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. This is why I should quit. Nobody believes in me. Why am I even doing this? What's the purpose of this? That's my biggest failure because then that has led to the things of uh, I should just quit. Whatever the business is, whatever the relationship is, whatever the financial situation is, if I'm not able to say, all right, that sounds crazy, but all right, I got this, I can do this, I'm capable, it's that guy's not like, I'm willing, you're good enough. <laughs> no, but literally, yeah. say, I, multiple times a day, and staff can attest that I'm like, all right, guys, we've got this. Yeah, and I'm talking to myself. Yeah, you're like hyping yourself up a little bit. Deep breath. People hear me going, okay, we can do this. I got this. We can do that. And people are like, is he talking to us? Or <laughs> it's me over in the corner by myself. Like, got this. Okay, come on. Uh, but it is. It's it's saying like, all right, man, I've been. This is 
however many decades in, or even in the beginning, like I started this, uh, can't stop. You know, like I'm running into this wall. If I'm gonna knock it down, I gotta keep running into it. Mm. Put a helmet on or something. That's so interesting. <laughs> Dude, what's been on the other side of that? What's been like one of your biggest successes? I mean, I know that things I've known you for know, four years at least. Yeah, I was gonna say six. Four or so, and I know like that there were times with Helm and stuff that you guys were trying to figure out what was next. And I know now things are in a, in a lot better place, and you guys are growing the business, and it's really exciting for you guys. Like, yeah. what? What's is that one of your biggest successes, or you know? What would I think you, so. If, if we're if we're talking about business, and yeah, 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 not I just personal that, stuff. Yeah, because otherwise I'd be like my wife. Holy shit, we have kids, and I'm like, I'm a dad, but. With, <laughs> With um, which you've been related to, totally. it's like what? Um, <laughs> with the business stuff, I think this last couple rounds with Helm and where we're at and the front we're on and the people that have joined, who have taken pay cuts and have left steady, comfortable careers to get on board with us and I mean risk everything in that realm of yeah. job and uh, what's the word where what people think of you, your reputation and your value. Um, and the people that have started to put money into the company. That, again, was something I had never done prior to Helm, where the first few people that were investing believed in something that was far from happening. And then the people that have continued to invest have seen things where it's like, okay, there's, there's real sales here, this is a real company, but now that people are continuing to grow with us, I'm just like, whoa, this could be successful. I don't know if I'll feel like it's successful yeah. until I'm I'm happy with like okay, this is what it is. But you know, like as an artist or as a creative or as a business person, it's just changing so much daily. It's like how do we pivot and how do we do this and how can we do this better? That I don't know if I'll be able to slow down enough <laughs> to consider it success. But to be places and be like, well, we're in hell and people know what it is and we're really selling numbers now. It's like oh my god, I thought like you said, I thought this has been over so many times just because. It's yeah. not an easy thing to do. Is that feeling still of seeing someone wearing a product that you designed or created like one of the best feelings for you? Do you get excited about it or is it become a thing where you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's exciting. I'm glad they love the brand. But yeah. I guess I guess it depends on who it is or where it is or how, the, how they're wearing it. You're like, oh, man, <laughs> that guy's wearing that's it. That's interesting. Uh, no, I want anybody and everybody that would to wear it, of course. No, but yeah. I think seeing it outside of Austin is always cool, or people asking me about mine and being like, well, those helm and everything, and not not being, uh, oh, you know, the designer, owner, creator, or founder, yeah. uh, but just knowing that it's something that people compliment, or that people that are wearing them say, people ask me what these are all the time. So I'll, kind of, I'll, I'll play them all the at the airport in New York, or whatever, those are great boots, yeah, they're pulled helm, it's out of Austin, I hear what they say, yeah. and then I, I again, I follow up, I'm like, those are rad, I have some helm too, but I think it'd be like a band, hearing your own music on the, in the restaurant, or seeing somebody read your book, if you're an author or something, you're not going to go up and be like, I'm the author, <laughs> hey guys, this is my band, you know, like, it's just, I mean, I'm sure there are guys that do that, but, but no, it, it, it is cool though, like you said, to see, but I'm just as excited, it's like, if I'm, if I'm rocking your stuff, and somebody knows it, and I know the the designer we're friends like that's just cool it's a communal aspect yeah to, like i said with people it's all relational relationships yeah that's the best part do 
feel like that's been the foundation of your success? Without like, question. Other people. I mean, like, the relationships I've had through the shoe store, through music, through the cafe, it's all, I guess, incestuous. has been incestuous, but it's all been what has caused kind of that web to support the net that, that supports the capabilities to do this. Because so many of those other people are doing it, too, and taking risks. So many of my closest friends are other small business owners. Because, like I said, it's hard to relate outside of that kind of personal where it's like, yeah. you know how wacky this is to try to do this. To, uh, and not only it's that, hard to communicate it to other people, I feel like. I don't think you can. And, and, and that's fine. That's okay. Focus yeah. on your product. Focus on the people keeping you in business and giving you the ability to do that. But yeah. the reality of it is, is unless you've done it. You don't know what it feels like to skydive unless you skydive. You know, like that's yeah. just that's what it is. That's interesting. Okay, dude, the ultimate question. Oh, At no. least for me. Oh no. I'm a Libra. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what sign are you? That's the end of the interview. <laughs> that's, it's like it's over. <laughs> yeah. No, this is one I, I'm always curious about because you know I have a family and you do as well. Like, is there such thing as balance for you or does that exist or what does that look like if it does, or do you have kind of certain times that you like hacks or whatever you want to call them where you're saying this is family time I don't yeah I don't if you're as involved as someone like one of us are somebody that I mean their heartbeat is part of the business or has been since the beginning I don't think I can ever completely exit the the hooks of it in me Mm -hmm. Um, but living a little bit out of the city for the first time ever or having people that are in management positions that have uh, have equity in the company that you can trust. I mean, it's like living, leaving your kid with a babysitter. It's like, can you stop thinking about the fact that your kid is with that babysitter? Um, not that the business is important as our child. But yeah, I, I think that's that's reality. But it's like, the only things that get me far enough out of it are like, exercise, like just running and working out till I can't. I mean, I have to be that focused on that. Or listening to music, watching a movie, a really great movie, like escaping enough of it to where I don't think I didn't check my phone for two hours. Yeah. You know, like that's that's, just, that's the reality of that aspect of it too, is it's always there. But for the first time, probably in my career of anything, having people now with helm that I know anything that goes wrong, they've got it. That's invaluable, completely invaluable. And I have those people now, and I had never had that before in other companies. So, wow. Yeah. That's huge, man. I feel like, okay, 20 years in, I don't want to say I deserve that, but it's a huge blessing to have that because then to be gone a day or two and read or only play with my kids or only talk with my wife. Yeah. And be like, oh, dude, I didn't. Everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dude, not huge. My stomach's not on fire and my, I'm not sweating and not able to sleep. And I mean, I did that for years and years and looking back on it man I wish I wouldn't have done that or known this or that's not worth it and it's like no it's just part of the journey that's how we got here there's something endearing about Joshua and just his approach the fact that he knows that he wouldn't be where he is now had those other things not happened the way that they did and just understanding that it's part of the process of course we all want to avoid pain or bad situations, but at the end of the day, he understands how those led to where he is now. 
and he's willing to look back and learn from them and grow from them, but also appreciate them because he knows he wouldn't be where he is today without them. And I think that's just something to always keep in mind, that the pain we're going through or the tough situation or the thing we're dealing with now is leading us to something else. So, dude, to kind of wrap it up, like what what's on the horizon for you for the next let's say five years, do you, I mean, have you, I mean, maybe you haven't thought that out, but I just mean like, is it home? Is it, do you have other projects in mind that you want to execute on that you're excited about kind of that you just kind of have in the back burner? I've never, I don't think until recently, the last year or so, have I ever thought five years ago. I mean, literally, and, and now it still is one day at a time a lot, but I've never thought about anything outside of what's right in front of me until recently. So it's cool you say that. I have thoughts of, another store, a bigger store, more people, more designs, more, I don't want to be like, grow up a bajillion dollars overnight, you know, I want it to still be steady and sincere and considerate, uh, but I do think, stay, I do think staying involved with Helm and on the ground level for at least that long is, is part of, the part of the, the future, but I also still want to write music again, or more music, or I release music, or I want to I've always thought about writing a book, you know, and, and writing something I love to do, something I've done for a long time, and I love to do it with Helm, with our blog, our Saturday Six thing. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows? My, I, I do feel like it's open horizon. For the first time in my life, too, to have a few weeks off wouldn't be completely insane. I've yeah. never thought about taking a day off, and now it's like... <laughs> Now you're like, I've got people, like, getting back to that people piece, yeah. like, you've got people in place that can help you. Yeah. I don't have money to take a vacation, but I actually know what a vacation could be, or, oh, this is why people go on the, you know? I've always been like, vacations, why, what, where, how? But now I'm like, oh, you can stop everything for a second. But yeah, I, I think I, I, I might stop for about three or four weeks before I were to do something else, but I... I think probably after three or four weeks, I'll start losing my mind. <laughs> Man, what do I do? What do I do? That's I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, I think I think Helm is Helm is definitely a good hard five years of growth, and then take it from there. Well, where can people like where can people find you? Where can people find the brand? Just like if they're wanting to know more, and yeah, for like sure. More about you. Um, Helm H E L M Boots dot com B O O T S Helm Boots dot com. And we have our store here, East 11th Street in Austin. And then we're in a few smaller boutiques that you can find online. Uh, but homeboots.com is kind of our main point of focus to where you can purchase the newest styles and, and all our signature stuff. So cool. Um, and IG, Homeboots. Homeboots on Instagram, Homeboots on Facebook, uh, our Twitter, which is also, everything's just Homeboots, even though we're starting with new shoes and so quite a bit more stuff outside of boots. Yeah, I'm excited about some of the new stuff that you're talking about. Cool. Awesome. We'll get you in some. Dude, you're, the stuff you guys are doing is rad. I can't wait to throw on some of those shirts. Seriously, let's do it. I love it. Let's do it. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening this week. You can find out more about Joshua and Helm Boots at helmboots.com or at Helm Boots on all social media platforms. Let the Creators Create is a presentation of WCO. You can find out more about us at WCO on social media and w-co.us. I'm Ben Woods, your host. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We'll see you guys next week.